Good Girls Don't, from parties to past lives, a conversation between friends. Hi, I'm Michelle. And I'm Kinsey. We're sister-in-laws, but also BFFs. We met over a hot dog, never looked back, and decided to start a podcast. And this is it. You're listening to it. Right now. We're here to ask ourselves and our friends the hard-hitting and silly questions about what makes them, them. We spend so much time with our people drinking, attending parties, and having fun that we realize we don't know that much about them. Except they love a good fart joke. We are here now to put them in the hot seat and dig a little deeper into what makes them tick. It's a way to talk to friends or anyone willing to participate about their lives, their passions, and their ideas in a safe space that will be shared with the entire world. We are looking forward to reminiscing on old times, learning new things, and poking fun, mostly at ourselves. We're so happy you're here. Also, hi mom! We couldn't in good conscience ask our friends to spill the beans on themselves without doing it first. For our very first episode, we will be interviewing each other. So, Kinsey, do you want to start? My first question is, what are you consuming right now? Any books or series on the go? Yeah, so I'm always reading something. Right now I'm reading a compilation of essays called My First Popsicle, and it's all about people's different food experiences. Um, it's pretty good. Some of the stories are like really deep. It's about like eating disorders or things like that. But David Sedaris describes the first time he tasted a hot dog. And I think that's probably my favorite because I'm such a big fan. Oh, it's a David Sedaris. Uh, yeah. Is it new? Um, I don't think so. Someone recommended it to me. I don't remember who wrote it, but we'll add it in our notes. Oh, perfect. We'll add yeah. to the show notes. And then what am I watching? A lot of TikToks. Which is dumb. What TikTok are you on right now? Uh, cat Papa's parties. <laughs> right. Tea for Papa's. <laughs> and then for what I'm watching, I'm really into a bit of a reality show kick right now, and I'm watching Below Deck Sailing Yacht. Mm. It's great. I don't know what's so peaceful about a bunch of people arguing, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Below Deck is an underrated show. It is very underrated. Yes, would recommend to all. Yes. Yeah. What are you consuming? Um, I am reading a book called Pineapple Street. Um, I listen to another podcast, shout out Shameless, and they do a book club every month. So that's the book club pick this month. It's very light. About a rich family living in Brooklyn Heights. Very good. Would recommend. Also on TikTok, I have been for the last many months, been on the Taylor Swift Eras Tour TikTok. I've basically seen the whole lineup without You've seen having the whole a tour. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have to go anymore. In terms of series, I'm watching Queen Charlotte. Would recommend the Bridgerton, I guess it's a prequel, all about Queen Charlotte. Lots of steamy scenes. Lots of drama. It's great. Love it. Sounds like a good early summer show, too. Yeah, very, very bingeable. The yeah. episodes are over an hour, though, so fair warning to all. <laughs> it's a time crunch to get in there. Your whole night and day is gone. Yeah, exactly. Do you have any goals for the upcoming summer? Any goals? I'm running a half marathon in October, so many early mornings outside trying to beat the heat running. Should be the goal. Um, want to get out biking. Just want to spend as much time outside as possible. You know, we get so many nice months. We've been doing some work to the backyard a little bit. So spending some time there. Maybe some fires. Hanging out with you. <laughs> you know? 
Yeah, that sounds good. Michael, this is crazy, but as someone that works from home in front of a computer all day, it's literally to leave my house at least once a day, whether that's like to go out for a walk or a bike ride or even to drive somewhere and spend some time outside. Screen-free time. It's really easy to get stuck inside and realize you haven't left your house. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Especially, yeah, the work from home, you don't have the same... I don't know, desired to get up and get dressed <laughs> and go out in the yeah. morning. And then we have a lot of, like, gardens. We're rebuilding a shed. So a lot of, like, kind of home, outside housework that needs to be done. And spend time with friends. Yeah, yeah. And the summers can get so crazy. I think it's important to, like, make the time to, like, A, do stuff around your house, but be, like, you know, see the people that you want to see when everyone... Well, yeah, and last summer, what, did we have six weddings? Yeah, yeah. So this this summer's a little lighter, and we can actually see people and go places, and it's not just all weddings all the time, so I'm really excited for that. Yeah, for sure, yeah, as much as I do love a good wedding. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we need other reasons to dance, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's true. If anyone wants to hit up a club, we're ready. Yeah, let us know, or we can come crash your wedding. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're not saying no to wedding invites, everyone. We're still taking yes. them. Please invite us. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, the next question, maybe a little bit more hard-hitting. What do you like and dislike most in people? This is hard-hitting. I think I really like when people can let go and be silly and fun and don't care too much about how they look or, you know, what kind of impression they're giving all the time. I just... Really, really love a silly human being. Love that. Yeah, someone that can, like, laugh at themselves or, you know, do something dumb and be able to laugh and not be embarrassed. That's probably one of my favorite things in people. Um, <laughs> dislike's a little easier. I don't like when people are mean-hearted, and we all know people can be. And, yeah, I dislike people that take themselves too seriously. Yes. Yeah. I don't know what else to add. What do you have to say? I think... I really feel that taking yourselves too seriously, and I know sometimes I think it's like people, they come from other places and they can't help it, but yeah, like I think me and you both are the type that I don't take myself very seriously, so it's hard sometimes when someone is being serious to yeah. not have a bit of an eye roll <laughs> at it. It, yeah. it definitely comes from like a place of insecurity. Yeah. But... I don't know. I'm the type of person, like, yesterday, this week, I got my eyebrows laminated, and they got tinted. They look amazing, everyone. Now they do. Day, day one and day two, they looked very scary. I looked like the unibrow baby from The <laughs> Simpsons. But um, I'm the type of person that just forewarned my boss that that's how they looked so that he wouldn't be shocked in our Zoom interviews. Um and I just like people that can do that, that can be open and weird. Yeah, yeah, the openness is huge. Um, and I think it kind of goes opposite. Like, someone who is too serious or is oftentimes associated with someone who maybe is a little bit closed, and I think it's easier to gel with people who, yeah, are just more, yeah, open to being vulnerable and, yeah, not taking anything too seriously, really. Exactly, and that's what this whole... This whole thing about is about, right, is getting to know people and be a little bit vulnerable and a little bit weird and silly. So. It all comes full circle. <laughs> I think in terms of myself, of what I like in people, I mean, me and you are so similar, so you kind of covered mine, but I think 
I also really like when people are not afraid to just like try new things and be very ambitious in what they're doing like always try something new I think you are who you surround yourself with so spending time with people that are doing and trying new things like makes me want to do and try new things and that's like a really attractive quality in a person well yeah and that new thing doesn't have to be throwing yourself off a bridge or skydiving it can be you try a new recipe and you send it to your friends or it can be you're learning a new language on Duolingo like there's so many different ways that you can be fearless that's maybe not hugely risky right yeah it's so true and you know like routine bores me and scares me so (laughs) having a bit of a break in the routine or trying something new is definitely um appealing I guess and then as for what I dislike most in people it's hard because you know people are layered people are complicated it's not everyone sees things the same way that everyone else does we're onions yeah (laughs) yeah exactly um but I think when people and it's kind of because I like when people can do this but what I dislike is when people can't own up to a certain mistake if you know that you've done something wrong or you've hurt someone's feelings or something's happened I think picking up the phone or you know picking up your phone and texting someone to admit that you've done a wrong or at work owning up to it to like save somebody else maybe for having to take the fall for it is just such a I don't know, it's an important thing to do. I think being self-accountable um, is very important, and it drives me nuts when people cannot do yeah, that. Yeah, and it's such, like, an act of bravery, right? So, like, you know, apologize to someone or to say, you know, approach someone if they you think they might be upset with you for something. Or, yeah, like, at work you make a mistake. It's so hard to be like, oh, that wasn't me. Yes, yeah. And then I just thought of another one. Sorry, not to not to rag on what I don't like about people, um, but we I don't like a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what getting come I on like? our show? <laughs> but I don't like when people can't be open to like meeting something new or like the clickiness of people. I don't like that. Sometimes I think it's really important to be if someone is brand new to a situation, they don't know anybody, to like go out of your way and. Um, like, speak to them or start a conversation with them is really important. I don't like when people... Not that everyone is so open to going to have that conversation, but being open to a conversation with a stranger, I think, is important. I don't know. We all know what it's like to be that stranger in a room that doesn't know anybody, and it's a lot easier when someone approaches you and says, hey, I'm so-and-so, like, want to grab a drink or want to grab something to eat, or you ask them what they do or how they know the person for whoever this event is for... Like, it's so hard to be standing there not knowing anyone. Yeah, exactly. Or if you're a new person at work, like, to have someone send you a DM and say, hey, like, welcome to the company. It's been, you know, I would love to get to know you more. It's just such a nice act of kindness. Also, a quick interruption. If you hear my cat meowing, I'm very sorry to all. He is unpredictable. Herbie's just a vocal boy. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) This is also pretty deep, but... What's one thing you hope to never forget? <sighs> this is a hard one. And, like, when I first read this question, right now, I've never heard it before in my life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we didn't look into these at all. was, like, a specific memory that I didn't forget. But I think I'll take a specific memory or a specific thing and kind of, like, make that into the, the quality, I guess, that I wouldn't want to forget. But my mom has always, like, included me and my sister, and, like, everything that she's ever done in life, all the times 
we would go to my cottage when we were younger and like just do everything together as a family it was very much like the three of us as one and having that like sense of unity and that I'll never want to forget that in terms of family and how important family is um it's just something that yeah I never want to forget yeah your mom's so good at that though like we she welcomed us all with like open arms right like the first time well I met her the first time I met you also over a hot dog and very much yeah (laughs) very much we knew you know I knew this lady was a really nice lady and from then on like your mom and I have shotgun beers together or like danced at different things and She's good at that, and I, I admire that in her, too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's a good way of putting it, yeah. Just someone who, yeah, is really good at bringing people together is something I hope to never forget. Yeah, exactly. I'm, like, a little... This is, like, kind of sucky post-pandemic thought, but I think we spent two years not gathering with large groups of people, and I think... You know, the first time I was at a wedding or something, we weren't wearing masks. I looked around and everyone was dancing and chatting and having fun. And I was just like, oh my God, look at all these people together having fun. And it was just this like level of excitement I hadn't felt in so long. And it just like really made me feel good and filled me up and made me so happy. And I don't want to forget that feeling. like Sense of unity and... Yeah, a few weeks ago, I went to see Blink-182 in Toronto, and the whole Scotiabank Arena was full of Blink-182 fans screaming their hearts out, and I looked around, I was like, wow, three years ago, this would have been literally illegal, and now we're all here, and like, it just felt so good, and it's so far removed from when that stuff all ended, but I still had that feeling, and I don't want to forget that. And I think it's, like, you say it's only three years, and it's probably, like, even less than that for how big of an event that yeah. was in time and how quick people were so wanting to snap back to go to those events and really goes to show like how much humans really need that right like that sense of like community and like it doesn't have to be as big as a concert but even just like the first party we had all together and how yeah. good it felt and how like normal it felt right away right it's, yeah yeah and I think even like the first time we had people over to our house or like went to my parents house and we were all there it was just like you know, I'm a really social person. I need people around me. So that feeling of being around everybody again just, like, really made me feel better. Yeah, and I think it took a toll on so many people so much, right? So that feeling of, like, elation when that was lifted was so, so great. Yes, that's a great one. I like that. And then, this is our last question, but who do you look up to? This is so hard. I look up to a lot of people, and there's a lot of people I really admire. Um, I look up to my parents a lot. They worked really hard to have me and my brother, and when they did, they gave us, like, literally the best life we could ever have had. They were in a position that they could give us what we needed. There was never really any worries or anything, and, like, now as an adult, I appreciate that so much, and they're still so, like willing to jump in and help like my dad will pick me up to take my car to the shop or anything like that like same (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) like my parents are such amazing people and I look up to them um I don't know I look I look up to a lot of like women in my life and like friends that like have done like very successful things professionally and now lots of them are having kids and I'm just like so in awe of like what all our friends are capable of yeah 
Oh, those are great answers. I love that. I mean, mine's a little bit of a cop-out because I literally was born with someone to look up to, but my sister, I definitely have always looked up to her, even if I didn't always was the best at showing it. <laughs> I did. Um, you know, she's, it's kind of a lot of the things you said. She's such like a strong, independent person. Um, she's done so much with her career and professionally and just like personally in her life. And she's just like also such like, I couldn't even think of one bad thing anyone would ever have to say about her. Yeah. She's so kind. Lisa, this is only me slightly bettering you up to come on the podcast. <laughs> Lisa, uh, join us. <laughs> yeah, she's definitely a huge inspiration, and she's definitely, like, she's a very easy person to look up to, so love that. Shout out, Lise. If you made it this far, thank you. You'll have to bear with us. We're only on episode one. We're so excited to be here chatting with you all, and we can't wait for our first guest. In the meantime, you can find us at Good Girls Don't Podcast on Instagram, or send us an email at goodgirlsdontmedia at gmail.com. Okay, toodaloo. Bye.